balls, two strikes, two out. Urias to Adamas. Call strike three. The Dodgers win. Finally, the wait is over. The Dodgers are the champions of 2020 in a year like no other where joy has been so hard to come by. Tonight, tears of joy, let them flow. Tonight, there is joy in Mudville. The curse of 88 is 88 and out the gate, and the Dodgers are celebrating out of the middle of the field between home. Visalia Oaks and our 240-pound catcher, Jeremy Brown, who, as you know, scared to run the second base. This was in the game six weeks ago. This guy's going to start him off with a fastball. Jeremy's going to take him to deep center. Here's what's really interesting, because Jeremy's going to do what he never does. He's going to go for it. He's going to round first, and he's going to go for it. Okay. This is all of Jeremy's nightmares coming to life. Oh, they're laughing at him. And Jeremy's about to find out why. Jeremy's about to realize that the ball went 60 feet over the fence. He hit a home run and didn't even realize it. How can you not be romantic about baseball? One of the truest statements I've ever heard in my life, and one of the things that always sticks with me through every game, through every struggle of watching my Tigers win and lose. How can you not be romantic about baseball? Welcome in, everyone, to Friday Night BHB with Olong Johnson, GM of the Las Vegas Jokers. I'd like to welcome you guys into this first podcast of what I hope will be many of just recapping everything about the Big Head Baseball League, everything from stats, standings, storylines from the week. I'm going to bring it all to you guys in what I hope to be a 15 to 20-minute podcast, easy on the, the listeners, and uh, not too bad on the schedule either. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it. If anybody ever has any questions or anything, uh, any content you'd like to see in the podcast in future episodes, feel free to DM me. Um, always open to new ideas, so just let me know, and uh, we'll make this the best that we can. So, first off, we're going to get rolling into some of the stats from the week. From the first day of games on Monday for week five, we had the Knights at the Jokers, which ended in a stunning 8-7 victory by my Jokers. On the broadcast, I'm not too biased, and everybody everybody uh, gives me some commendation for that, which, believe me, it's hard, especially when you go out there and you hit three home runs in a game where your team wins over a team like Miami, uh, a great franchise in Miami. Um, it was a tough game seeing Javier Brizzo hit that grand slam. You had Barry Bombs hit another home run, and and the, the bats were just alive for the Knights. They ended up getting uh, 13 hits in that game, and uh, it, it was definitely a hard-fought match. But uh, 
just going out there, uh, laying lumber to it and getting three home runs myself. I, I did everything I could to help the team out. Mr. Hugo helped out as well with that three-run blast. Uh, Dick Francis, in what was his first career game, had a two-run blast. He went two for four on the game. So it was just a, a game where, where hitters could do no wrong. Definitely a little bit harder on the pitchers there where we saw Peter McLongfellow only pitch four innings, gave up five earned, uh, four walks. So it, usually a guy in McLongfellow that you see pretty consistent. What well, wasn't as consistent in this game. And then Troy Pressing on the opposite side also went four innings, gave up seven earned. Uh, not as many walks, but, man, he was giving up the hits. Um, and then you saw Wally Herman uh, with, with one inning pitched, only having a walk on the uh, the record there, ended up getting the save. So, and what was a big game for the Jokers, who are currently uh, trying to trying to fight their way into a playoff spot, uh, sitting at nine and eleven. Uh, it was a big win for them. So, that'll pretty much do it for that first game on Monday. Second game was the Steamers at the Wild Things, where the Steamers pulled out a two to nothing victory. It was a uh, definite pitchers duel in this one. Uh, if everyone remembers, uh, I believe. Uh, this was the game where the stream went down. Uh, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Um, but it, it was just a complete pitcher's duel, actually. It was, now that I look at it, because it was Dongy and Armstrong. Um, you had R.A. Dongy, who pitched those first four innings, only gave up one hit, and then the stream went out and had to reboot it. So anybody that didn't know what happened there, that's what happened. The, uh, the stream, unfortunately, cut out. Uh, Dong had to get that restarted, and, and uh, we ran it as a five-inning game uh, because it was scoreless through the first four innings. So uh, everybody there uh, in the booth pretty much figured we may as well just run five more innings because the first four were so clean. Like, why replay the whole game? Um, and then uh, after those last five innings, the Steamers did end up getting two runs uh, via a Pibe Valderrama uh, hit. Had, had that hit which knocked in two runs and and those were the lone runs in this game there wasn't a whole lot of hitting dutch armstrong was excellent ra dongy was excellent um for the combined stats for dongy i think he had uh i think he had technically uh eight innings pitched between the two the the two simulations uh only give up uh, one or two hits he he really didn't give up much so ra dongy on the mound just looking phenomenal getting the win and then uh Darch armstrong who also pitched a great game uh, i think a combined seven and two-thirds pitched uh, only had two earned uh gave up about seven base runners so not not a bad game on either side it was, it was just a pitcher's duel that ended uh in, in a really good game a classic uh third game on monday was the empire at the turkeys empire pulled out a 19 to 3 win just a ton of scoring or uh, pardon me, uh, the tur- or the turkeys pulled out the win. I looked at the the score the wrong way there. Um, led by a Charlie Bubblegum and his two home runs and seven RBIs. It was just a a crazy game where the turkeys couldn't stop scoring, putting up nineteen on the Empire. That's not something you see that often uh, from the pitching. Uh, Barry Cools only lasted two innings for the turkeys, and then uh, Diego Velasco ended up going three and two third uh, before being pulled after giving up his eighth earned run. Um, Fourth game on Monday had the man meets at the Marauders, an 11-6 game that went in favor of the Marauders. Um, just uh, another high-scoring affair where the Marauders, uh, like they did through this entire series, put up a ton of runs, ended up getting 17 hits, which isn't something you see that often, 17 hits. Uh, Benny Rodriguez had went 4-4 four for four with a home run and three RBIs. Just uh, a great hitting performance from that whole lineup top to bottom for the Marauders. Um, from the man meat side of it, they had uh, t- 
two RBIs hit by Guyenmeyer and Slinger. And uh, just uh, it, it was an entertaining game to watch through and through. Uh, that's going to do it for the Monday games. Tuesday, I'm just I'm just going to start going for the rest of these, going through the scores, letting you guys know some highlights. Uh, so game one, Knights at Jokers. Uh, this one saw the Knights even up the series, pulling out a 7-3 to three win. Uh, had Devin Anthony go off, uh, who was actually recently just traded from my Jokers to the Atlanta Marauders. Uh, went off three for four with three runs and uh, two solo home runs. And then on the Knights side, uh, they were highlighted by that grand slam from Outlaw Owens. Um, pitching in that game saw Frank and Beans get the win, five and two-third, two earned. And then Supernova got the loss. Uh, one inning in relief ended up giving up five earned runs, uh, including that grand slam. Second game on Tuesday was Steamers at the Wild Things, which saw the Wild Things pull out a 5-2 to two victory, led by the theme of the week, uh, another grand slam by Tricky Henderson. Uh, Kevin Chumbawamba was the, the lone guy hitting in runs for the Steamers, ended up getting two RBIs in this game. Uh, looking at the pitching, uh, a, a, a tale of two stories. Definitely Johnny Dickshot had a great start, six innings pitched, one earned, six Ks. And then uh, Vaughn on the other side had three and two-thirds with five earned. Um, going into that third game on Tuesday, had the Empire at the Turkeys. This one saw the Empire then uh, drop all those runs, winning 11-3 to three over the Turkeys. Um, most of those runs came from Merle McGuire, who again, theme of the week, Grand Slam. Um, it, it was just a, a great week for home runs. I, I just remember calling those games and hearing <laughs> – hearing myself out of breath because I'm announcing so many of those home runs. And it, it was just a really entertaining week. We had a couple of games that were pitchers duels, but for the most part, it was high scoring affairs all the way around. Um, on the turkeys, they had uh, Chapman hit into uh, two runs as well. Um, pitching saw not the, the Fort Knox go six innings, three earned four Ks. And then Jack Ringer went four innings and got the loss with six earned. Uh, Alexis Hawkins, uh, one of the new call-ups for the Empire, pitched three innings, three scoreless, with only one hit and one walk, and two strikeouts got the save. Last game there on Tuesday had the Man Meets at the Marauders, which saw the Man Meets pull out a 7-6 to six victory, led by Phillips and Gleesack, both hitting home runs. On the opposite side, Rosca Santagria accounted for most of the offense from the Marauders, getting three RBIs. And then we get into the Wednesday games. Wednesday games were, were just as wild. Uh, we saw a blowout. We saw a couple close games. And uh, overall, Wednesday was just a great day for baseball. We saw Mr. Hugo with three runs batted in and uh, just a great spread out of offense from the Jokers in that uh, in that 9-8 to eight victory. And then uh, on the night side of it, you saw Taylor Swift, who subbed in, ended up getting three runs batted in. Javier Brizzo with two. And Brizzo, man, he was on fire this week. I, I, I can't tell you offhand how many RBIs he had this week, but I know it was a lot man, because every time I was turning around, he was scoring runs on us. Uh, pitching in that game for the Jokers and Knights had uh, Ricky Kwan taking the loss. Really tough outing. Uh, two and two-thirds pitch, seven earned. Now, Granted, you got to think, okay, he only pitched two and two-thirds. He gave up seven earned. Man, he, he must have had a bad start, but he had six Ks. Six of his eight outs were strikeouts. So, so Ricky Kwan can deal. I just think uh, the Joker's got a hold of some of his stuff, and uh, that helped him out. A.J. Stryker got a no decision, four innings, four earned with five Ks as well. So these starting pitchers went off for a lot of strikeouts in this game. Supernova ended up getting the win in this one, two and a third with two earned. 
And then Wally Herman with the save with a one and one third pitched. Next game was the Steamers at the Wild Things, and uh, this one was not friendly to the Steamers. Wild Things with a seven to nothing win. Um, Steamers could just could not get the bats going. They ended up only getting four hits on the day, and uh, the Wild Things uh, it was working a lot better on their end. Ended up having ten total hits, a three run home run by Skylar Stevens, a two run home run by Gunny McGuire, and uh, the Wild Things just had it rolling in this game. Um, pitching for those teams, you saw Boss go seven scoreless innings. Uh, only giving up six base runners with five strikeouts, and then the loss ended up going to Cano. Uh, two innings pitched with three earned. Third game of the series between the Empire and the Turkeys. Saw a 6-3 victory in favor of the Empire. A lot of subs came in in this game for the Turkeys. They were trying to switch it up a lot, so that, that was really the storyline here. The Turkeys just couldn't get it going no matter who they put in there. Uh, Biscuit Basher extending on his league lead in RBIs, had a home run and four runs batted in to lead the Empire's offense. On the opposite side, you saw Charlie Bubblegum uh, accounting for most of the offense there from the Turkeys getting a solo home run. And then you had uh, Daddy Davis also with two RBIs. Last game on Wednesday, another one of those pitchers' duels. We had the man meets at the Marauders, which saw the man meets pull out a two to one victory, led by Howie Felter snatches home run. A lone run for the Marauders was a pinch hit home run from Yellow. Uh, those pitchers that uh, ended up going off, you had Von Gerbert going six innings, one earned four Ks. And then Bryant Dynasty, who ended up getting the loss, still had a good game, had five innings, two earned, and three Ks. Starting out with the final games of the week, uh, the games on Thursday, which you all just listened to yesterday. Uh, first game was a thriller where, uh, unfortunately, my Jokers got decisively blown out 16-7 to by the Knights. Um, this saw just a ton of offense from a few different guys from the Knights. Uh, you had Barry Bombs go off for two home runs, five RBIs, reach base four times with two hits, two walks. Uh, Stanley Yelnats with a three-run home run. And then the shocker of the week, play of the week in my my opinion, no doubt, was the pitcher Bullseye McGillicuddy hitting a grand slam that just set this game apart. I, uh, up until that grand slam, it was a pretty close game between the Knights and the Jokers. And, man, that grand slam just put the, the nail in the coffin early in this game to where the, the Jokers knew – there was no way we were going to come back, even with the, the pitcher hitting a grand slam. It was just – it was crazy. I remember uh, I was calling that game and look, seeing the three stars, and when the three stars popped up there, McGillicuddy, who had six innings pitched and three earned, which is a quality start, wasn't up there for his pitching stats. He was up there for his hitting stats because he went two for four with a grand slam. Just phenomenal. And then on the opposite side, you had Vinny Deason, who just had a really rough outing on the mound. Two and two-thirds, six earned, four walks. Uh, he did get four strikeouts, which is good, but, man, he just had a really rough outing. Second game on Thursday, which was the Steamers at the Wild Things, another pitcher's duel. Uh, saw the Steamers pull out a 2-1 to win uh, on the back of Giancarlo Hammer's uh, two RBIs. And then the uh, lone run scored there for the L.A. Wild Things was off of a Mike Twin screw home run. Pitching in that game saw... Uh, Goomba Morris go four and two thirds, no earned, uh, two strikeouts. They pulled him pretty early because his pitch count was kind of up there. He was around a 75, 80 pitches. So he was having a good outing. And then, uh, they ended up, it, uh, having a great relief appearance from the dude going four and a third with one earned and three K's. 
A losing pitcher ended up being KVB, five innings, two earned, two strikeouts. Not a terrible outing, just uh, didn't get the run support from his team this game. Third game of two remaining on that Thursday was another close one between the umpire and the turkeys, which saw the turkeys pull out a 7-6 to six victory. Uh, led by Salvatore Cash Money's three RBIs, Dicks between her legs, and Max Chapman's solo home runs. And then on the opposite side, you had Joey Trash go off. Uh, had a home run and two RBIs. And Biscuit Basher, again, just can't stop hitting runs in. If they, if you got guys in scoring position and Biscuit Basher's up to the plate, you know he's going to hit them in. Had four hits in this game, three runs batted in. Uh, just a phenomenal hitter this year. Biscuit Basher is uh, definitely on pace to be MVP or close to it. And then uh, pitching in this game, you had Prakniak up and went four and two-thirds, five earned with a no decision. Uh, Alexis Hawkins ended up getting the loss in this one with one inning pitched and uh, gave up the winning run to the Turkeys. Skylar Stevens started for the Turkeys. Or not Skylar Stevens, sorry. Uh, just Stevens. Uh, four and two-thirds, uh, three earned, six Ks. So a pretty decent line uh, despite only going four and two-thirds. And then T. Spiller got that win, pitching the last two-thirds of an inning and giving up one earned. Final game of the week, which was un- undeniably a classic, undeniably game of the week. Man meets at the Marauders in a 16-15 to 15 game. Saw so much scoring. I'm not even going to go through it. I'm just going to highlight a couple guys. Uh, Schwartz with a home run and four RBIs. Uh, Phillips with four RBIs. 31 runs scored in this game. It was just, it was so much fun to watch. And it also held so much weight because the team that lost this game ended up getting the number one overall pick. So it was one of those games where these GMs are sitting in the booth and they're like, well, it'd be great to win this classic. But at the same time, I want to lose because I want that number one pick. And uh, it was a game that saw the man meets end up losing. Man meets do get that first overall pick. And uh, it was just a great game to watch. So much fun. I know I was on the edge of my seat watching this one. Um, no pitchers went longer than uh, two innings outside of Phil Ick, who went three innings and had one earned. Win went to Thompson, and the loss went to Crunk, Crunkleton. And uh, it was just a great week of games. Like I said, we had a lot of scoring. We had a couple close games, um, a couple pitchers duels. But overall, it was just a fantastic week for the Big Head Baseball League. After all those games, we look down the standings, and uh, we've got a three-way tie for first, uh, at, at least uh, record-wise. We've got the Steamers, the Turkeys, and the Empire, all with 13 wins, looking at a record of 13-7. and seven. Obviously, three very different teams that uh, all can put runs on the board very, very easily. Uh, going down next, you got the LA Wild Things at 12-8, and eight, uh, who just uh, – are one one short of those other three teams for that that top echelon, and then once you get past those those four teams there, then you get on to the next level where it's these these teams where it looks like uh, they're not sure if they want to fight for playoff positioning or if they're already given up on the season because you see uh, the Knights and the Marauders there, uh, both seven and thirteen, uh, having six games back in the Colonial Division, so it's not looking like they're going to make a comeback unless uh, we see these steamers or turkeys lose most of their games to end the season. And then uh, you look on the Bartolian division, you've got my Jokers at 9-11. and 11. Uh, We go back and forth. Uh, I think we've only got one real series win on the year, if I remember correctly, and then most of our series have either been splits or, or a loss. So hoping my Jokers can get it on track and uh, we can start getting more in the win column so we can catch up to those wild things and maybe secure a playoff spot. And then uh, – 
Currently last in the Bartolian division, the man meets who we just talked about uh, six and 14, just having a rough go of it. Um, hopefully with this draft coming up this weekend, they can get some more bats in there, get some more hitting and uh, that'll wrap up the standings for the big head baseball league. So going down some of the stat leaders after week five for average, we've got Charlie bubblegum and Merle McGuire hitting ridiculous both over a 400 average Charlie bubblegum 418. Merle McGuire, 408. And then uh, that guy we were talking about, you know, the one that hits in a bunch of runs, Biscuit Basher. He's also top three in average. He's got a 366 average right now, just hitting ridiculous amounts. Uh, He's number three in average. He's number three in home runs, and he's number one in RBIs. So we're all sitting here thinking, man, is he going to pull it off? Is is Biscuit Basher going to get that triple crown? And it's definitely something that's within reach. He's only one home run behind the uh, the tied leaders, myself, Olong Johnson, and uh, Salvatore Cash Money, each having eight home runs. Biscuit Basher's got seven of his own. And then you go down the RBI board, and you see Biscuit Basher there with 25 RBIs. Second place is four behind, Meals on Wheels. And uh, Cash Money, two of the Kirky Turkeys are trying to catch up to him. And then fourth place is Masters, another one of his teammates there. Uh, the first time you go down that RBI lineup and you see somebody that's not on the Empire or the Turkeys is Mr. Gunny McGuire, who I want to talk about for just a second because that guy is phenomenal. Uh, Marine Corps veteran like myself, he's just a great guy. I'm in a couple different sim leagues with him, and Gunny McGuire is one of my favorite people through through all of my leagues. He, he's f- just a phenomenal person. He's friendly. He's active. Everywhere you see him, he's just helping people out. He's helping rookies out. He's talking to anybody he can. He's just one of the friendliest guys around, and I just want to give a shout-out to Gunny because uh, I think it's great what he does, and I love seeing him succeed. And uh, just credit to the L.A. Wild Things having him on their team. You, you've got a great one there. Um, and then going down here to the pitching stats, the leaders in pitching for the year currently. Uh, Michael Jordans, can't say enough about him. The GOAT has – the league lead in innings pitched with 33 and a third. Every time he hits that mound, you're like, man, no one's going to, no one's going to touch this guy. And they don't because you look down the ERA list and guess who's there? LaMichael Jordans with a 0.5, You didn't hear a one. You didn't hear a two. You didn't hear a three. You heard a 0.54, 0.54 ERA for LaMichael Jordans. He has pitched the most out of anybody in the entire league with 33 and a third innings pitched through five weeks. On average, what is that? That's He's looking at six innings a week, six six and a third, six and two-thirds innings a week. Crazy. He's, he's, he's averaging longer starts than a starter each week in his relief appearances, and he's got a 0.54 ERA. This guy can't be touched. And then you think, well, how close is the next person? You got KVB there. Number two, a 1.84. The person that's second in ERA is 1.3 behind LaMichael. Just incredible. What LaMichael Jordans does on that mound for the Miami Knights, he's lights out, and uh, he's definitely a guy that I think Miami's going to make sure that they keep in that bullpen for a long time to come because he is unstoppable. Strikeouts for the league, it's actually pretty tight at the top there. Uh, in first place, you've got Jack Ringer and R.A. Dongy tied with 25. Uh, you've got two people tied for 24. You've got Dutch Armstrong, and then you've got Thompson from Atlanta. And then I think total, we've got close to uh, we've got eleven pitchers here over twenty strikeouts through five weeks. So we've got a lot a lot of strikeouts happening for sure. Uh, hitters swinging at a lot of stuff, and uh, uh, we're just seeing so many walks, so many strikeouts, and uh, it's looking like a hitters league currently because uh, 
we're seeing a lot more high scoring affairs than we are pitchers duels. And then we go over to that, that relief side, the closing pitchers. Well, Michael Jordan's is still there. Uh, you go down uh, seventh on the list. Although Michael Jordan's has two saves to go along with all the relief appearances. He has uh, leading the league right now. And saves is rapid raccoon sole possession of first with four saves through five weeks. Obviously with uh, the way that bullpens run in this league, it's pretty hard to get a, a large amount of saves, but rapid raccoon is looking like one of the most consistent guys coming out of the pen at the end of games. And uh, that's going to wrap everything up for me uh, from game stats to weekly stats to standings. Um, just want to give a couple shout outs. I want to give uh, shout outs to Joey Phillips, uh, shout outs to the entire stats team, uh, everybody for compiling these stats for me, for getting me the information I needed to, to bring this to you guys. Um, and then just definitely thank you to all the owners, to all the players, everybody. Um, it's been a pleasure doing this, and I look forward to next week uh, bringing you guys some updates on the standings, the stats, and everything. So uh, I have been Olong Johnson, GM of the Las Vegas Jokers. This has been Friday Night BHB. How can you not be romantic about baseball?